Hello, welcome back to the Uncertainty Podcast. All the way from San Francisco, I'm your host, Ronald Jackson. And tonight for episode four, we bring the recent news surrounding the murders that have occurred in the Las Vegas area. The casualties were 30-year-old Manny Bates and 25-year-old Joe Bates. Both were siblings. This is a bunch of BS because of this stupid lockdown, we'll lose our seats to the Las Vegas Aviators game by the time this lockdown is over. Calm down, honey. We'll just order a pizza from room service and watch a movie with the kids. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I came by to inform you that the lockdown will stay in place longer. Not because of the storm, but because two murders have occurred in the hotel. Everyone staying at this hotel is considered a suspect until until further notice. For all we know, the murderer could be sleeping in this very hotel room. I'm sorry for the inconvenience. What do you mean we have to stay here? I'm not staying in this hotel with the murderer. My family and I are leaving. We have nothing to do with the murders that have occurred. Kids, pack up your stuff. We're leaving. Mom, I'm scared. What's happening? Don't worry, honey. Everything will be fine. Okay, guys, I want to leave this hotel as soon as possible, and I'm sure you do, too. I, I, I think we should head on to the lobby and help the detectives figure out who this cold-blooded killer really is. I'm sorry this vacation didn't go the way we planned. I'll, I'll make it up to you, as I promise. Dad, what are you doing? Why are you going downstairs? It's like you're asking to be murdered. Don't go to the lobby. The detectives have it under control. After all, we are all human. Maybe it was just their time to go. What do you mean, Scott? We should be helping them. We have nothing better to do. They need all the help they can get. Besides, we're key witnesses. For all you know, you could have met the murderer. We're not in Wonderland anymore, Alice. We aren't in North Carolina anymore. We're in Vegas. It is not that easy to catch a killer. The killer probably knows what they're doing. You never listen to me. Do what you're told for once. Come on, kids. Mr. Vanderbilt proceeds to close the door, leaving Scott standing in the hotel room trembling with anger. Thinking, why is he always the one being picked on? Why is he the one no one stands up for? Why is he the one left alone? As they walk down the hallway towards the lobby, they notice the lights are flickering, traces of blood, and as they walk down closer and closer to the end of the hallway where it all happened... Dad, we need to help solve this. This this scene looks horrible. As I look around this room, I, I can't even imagine why this could... Why would someone take someone's life that... The blood. It's its like the, the blood haunts me. We have to figure it out for them. We, we will figure it out. Okay, everybody, let's look around and see if we find something important that could help us figure out who the murderer is. Just make sure you don't contaminate the scene. The Vanderbilts are now starting to find clues and potential pieces of evidence to help solve the murder mystery. As they look around the dark room, trying to find evidence, Jocelyn finds something out of place. Guys, I found something. Look, it's over here. Over over here, come on. They walk over, they notice something strange. Jocelyn was right. Guys, there's a purse with blood on it. Melinda, call over the detective. They need to see this. Thank you for showing this to us. We'll send it to the lab. We appreciate your help. Make sure to tell us if you managed to find something new we haven't. We will, thank you. Come on guys, let's go eat. It's lunchtime. The Vanderbilts go back to their hotel room to eat, but as they're eating, they hear a knock on the door. Hello, detective. Is there anything new? came to inform you that one of the traces of blood on the purse happens to belong to Manny Bates, but there's something else. What is it? Come on, tell me. There's another trace of blood found. Type O positive, which doesn't belong to Manny or Joe Bates. We believe it belongs to the killer. Do you or any of your family members have O positive? What are you saying? 
Are you really accusing us? We helped you find the evidence. We were the reason you have some sort of idea on who the killer is. This is outrageous. We're going to take samples of blood from everybody currently staying at this hotel, including you and your family. This is not up for debate. As the detectives finish, the lab techs swarm in with needles, tubes, and test kits surrounding the Vanderbilts. Jocelyn goes first, getting confused. She looks at her mom. Her mom reassures her and the rest of the family that everything will be fine. As the rest of the family gets tested, it feels like time is going by slowly. Finally, as Steve gives them his blood, and as the detectives finish drawing his blood, they leave, leaving the family processing all the information. Okay, guys, let's go on a walk. Let's clear our minds. Dad, can can I stay out inside? I really don't want to go on a walk tonight, right now at least. Stay with them. Keep them company. Okay, be safe. Everyone else, let's go on a walk around the hotel. We need to clear our minds. Okay, I'm... I'm gonna go to sleep, or take a shower, or watch TV. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what to do. Everything will be fine. All of us know we didn't do it. We're innocent, but I wonder who did it. I wonder what they're gonna say. What if one of us did do it? What would happen? You didn't do it, did you? I know I didn't do it. As Scott and Reed sit in silence, thinking about what Scott said, the others find something rather peculiar. Guys, we're fine. We didn't do anything. We're innocent. Stop worrying about it. That doesn't matter. They still took our blood. They have our DNA after we helped them find their main lead. If we find anything else, I sure as hell won't give it to them. They lost all my respect. (sighs) Whatever you say, I don't think what you're saying is right. I mean, it's their job. Mom, Dad, there's a room over there. It it could help us find out who the murderer is and prove it isn't us. Good job, Jocelyn. We need to prove them wrong and make them feel embarrassed they even thought it was us. Steve, let's think about this. That's wrong. We're basically tampering with evidence. We could go to jail. Is it really wrong if they never knew? Come on, Melinda. Don't you want to know who did it? Of course I want to know, but that's not the- Perfect, then let's go. This is the room I found. It's where the security tapes are held. Maybe we'll find the tape of murderers in here. Perfect. We'll prove it was never us. As the family starts looking around the room, after one hour of searching, they finally found something. They found a clip. I found something, but we need a computer to access the file. We have one in our hotel room. Dad's computer. That's perfect. Let's head up and see who did it, and then give it to the police to prove them wrong and prove to them that we didn't do it. Boys, we're back and we found something. What are you guys doing? Are you guys okay? Yeah, we're fine. Nothing happened. Scott and I were just watching a movie. We didn't do anything. Just watched a movie. Okay guys, we found the video footage of what we think is the murders actually taking place. Really? That sounds great. Okay, let's watch it. Jocelyn, sweetie, are you sure you want to watch this? This could scar you. We don't know what to expect. I'm sure, Mom. Don't worry about me. When the family finally sets up the computer, they begin to play the surveillance footage. But Scott gets up and says he needs to go to the bathroom. But as he comes back,
Did you find out who did it yet? No, not yet. Okay. There, right there. Jotham, rewind that clip. That's the murderer. As the clip rewinds, they zoom in and see the killer, and they're shocked to see who it is. No, this isn't right. It can't be him. It, it can't be Scott. How could you? Son, do you know how much trouble you'll get us in? You've ruined us. Steve Vanderbilt continues to scream at Scott, asking him why. Why on earth did you do this? We taught you better than this, son. Scott turns around away from his father. He reaches into his back jacket pocket and... Scott, what did you do? I just fixed your problem. You're welcome. This isn't right. I'm going to get the detectives. You need help. Good thing I already called them. The detectives show up at the Vanderbilt's hotel room. Scott runs up and opens the door and says something that shocks both his siblings and his mother. Quick, over here. They killed my dad. They murdered him in the cold blood and now they're trying to delete the evidence. They're crazy. How could they... Please, help me. I'm scared. We, we didn't do anything. It was him. That's why you guys were investigating. You're the murderers. That's why you're trying to find the evidence. You're under arrest until further notice for the murder of Steve Vanderbilt, Manny, and Joe Bates. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to attorney. If you cannot afford an attorney, one will be provided for you. Jocelyn, Reed, and Melinda are arrested and put in a cop car. Scott is left there, internally smiling at his victory. I'm so sorry about this. We'll get you a new room. I'm sorry for your loss. As the detectives leave, Scott is left there in the dim, dark room, security tape in hand, all alone, laughing and smiling at his victory. As Scott entered his new room, he decides to take a nap, a well-deserved nap. After all, he did kill three people and frame it on his family. That night, he slept peacefully, and then the next morning, Scott woke up and relived the murders and aftermath again and again and again for the rest of his life, like it was a bad dream, his own personal hell.